Here's the problem. We're spoiled for choice in San Antonio when it comes to our amazing fitness options. And there's a lot of confusion going around when it comes to figuring out what kind of workout is best for your body and where you are in your fitness journey today. But don't worry, there's no longer a need to be confused when it comes to your health and fitness. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Stairs, and this is the Healthy 210 Podcast. Before we start today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you knew about our free resource, the PR Life Roadmap. In this guide, we give you all the tools that you need to kickstart your health and fitness lifestyle. Whether you're working out through an injury, figuring out your fitness routine, or optimizing your fitness lifestyle, this guide is for you. All you have to do is go to our website, www.theperformancerepublic.com, and sign up for updates to receive your free copy of the PR Life Roadmap today. Enjoy the show. All right, guys, welcome back to the latest episode of the Healthy 210 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Stairs, and I'm here today at Eat, Move, Shift with Alyssa Carmona. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me, Aaron. Of course, of course. So for those who are not familiar with Eat, Move, Shift, what is it that you do here, and what is your background that led you to the position you're in right now? So I am a holistic health coach, and um, I started off with basically just nutrition, and I was really interested in nutrition and the field of nutrition. Why are some foods considered bad Mm. over other foods considered good, right? Like food is food. Why shouldn't we just eat food? And so that got me really interested um, in my early teen years, recognizing that wow, okay, why is there a difference in the food system? And so I started questioning a lot of things, reading a lot of books on nutrition. And then from there, I went into studying nutrition and science at um, UTSA. And um, from there, it just really led me into the path of really researching our food system and why are there so many diets? And why do people follow this diet and that works for them, this diet and that works for them? And um, getting into um, the deeper issues around food and sustainability and um, the meat. Why do some people see meat as a bad thing? For others, it's a great thing. And at the same time, I was dealing with a lot of health issues as I was learning about nutrition. And I was dealing with um, PCOS. So when I was 17, I went to the gynecologist and they said wow, there's a lot of cysts in your ovaries and you need to, and your blood sugar is sky high and there's some, um, some issues going on. So they diagnosed me with PCOS and then I was just like, you know, okay, I don't really get it. Um, I didn't feel terrible. Um, I didn't really recognize that I was so stressed at that time. And, um, He said, so I said, okay, well, what do I need to do? And he said, okay, you need to take this medication for your blood sugar and you need to be on um, birth control pills to aid your cycle. I had complete amenorrhea, no menstrual cycle. And so um, I said, okay, well, for how long do I need to be on these things? And he said, well, you know, for the rest of your life. (laughs) And so I was like, it just didn't sit well with me. Like, okay. So there was, um, I did at that time get on uh, birth control pills and it did, you know, create a cycle. Yeah. 
And so from there, I continued studying nutrition and um, kind of went about things. And then um, I was still under just a lot of stress and just I was having nightmares. I was having um, just other symptoms, not necessarily PCOS symptoms, but I was having other symptoms that were really uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. severe fatigue and all these things. And so I just started going more the holistic route, like studying holistic nutrition and why is this occurring in my body and just asking more and more questions. And then I discovered from there bioenergetics. Cool. And so that, um, led me in the way now I do bioenergetic therapy with nutritional therapy. Okay. And so bringing the two together. So now we're looking at the whole body. So once I started doing that for my own health, looking at the whole body, not just, Oh, my ovaries and the yeah. fact that they had cysts, but looking at the full picture, what's really going on with my heart, what's going on with my nervous system, sure. my endocrine system. Um, why am I having nightmares and insomnia and so forth. So once I started seeing the full picture, um, things really started to turn around with my health. And so um, now I I, I do love what I I do, being able to work with clients and looking at the whole. Yeah, yeah. So so who typically comes in to see you and what kind of things are they typically complaining of when they come in to see you? Well, really a spectrum of all kinds of things. It's a holistic route is non-invasive. So um, I even have um, parents bring in their kids for maybe some issues, um, skin rashes or sleep disorders in their children. So that's a, that's a big one. Um, Or also I see clients where in kind of the same position as me, their doctor has told them, well, you have to be on these medications for the rest of your life and there's no, um, nothing to really resolve the issue. This is going to kind of aid the situation, your symptoms. And then they do, and they've been on the medication for so long and then they still don't feel right. And they still have those symptoms occurring. And so I do work with people in, in that sense to, um, just help their overall body field in, um, and it's just a different type of modalities, um, that, some people are drawn to and others, you know, other things work for them, but it's, um, from all kinds of things to different, um, imbalances, uh, from just, okay, I can't sleep at night to different autoimmune diseases or blood sugar issues. Weight loss is a big one. Um, that really started my practice. A lot of people would come to me for weight loss and then giving out certain different, um, uh, food lists and okay, let's, you know, try to incorporate these foods, try to eliminate these foods. And then why for some people they can easily follow that and lose weight, like bam, okay, I'm following these foods and they lose the weight right away. And then for others, it's like, well, I'm doing it all just, I'm following this food list and I can't even lose one pound. Well, from there, we really need to start looking at the emotional well, what's going on, what blockages are in the body. And that's where bioenergetics comes in yeah. to see those distortions. Interesting. Interesting. And, and we talked before we started recording about kind of your process and the things that you look at in, in testing and, and things like that. Um, can you kind of talk, uh, touch a little bit on the bioenergetic kind of evaluation and kind of what kind of things are you looking at and then how do you go about kind of diagnosing these things? 
Yes. So bioenergetics is, um, and for many, that's a foreign concept, but it's the study of the energy in um, living systems. And so we first need to understand that we're all energy. We E equals MC square, you know, like the basics. Mm -hmm. Energy is matter. Matter is energy. This desk is energy. Um, Our cells are made up of energy. And so when we look at that basic concept of the cells, and you have trillions and trillions of cells, you are made of cells. Mm -hmm. And now those cells are made of what? Atoms, right? Mm -hmm. And so you have the basic atom there that is filled with electrons and protons. Mm -hmm. And so a really charged up, happy um elect electronic um atom now this atom is filled with electrons right why would the atom now be turning into not having full charge Mm -hmm. why would that atom not no longer have electrons well there's could be um it's easier for me to draw this but sure um so you have the cell, right? And then you have the electrons around that cell. Mm -hmm. And so now imagine, Aaron, you have uh, toxin exposure coming in to Mm -hmm. those atoms. You have have stress, physical damage, say a car accident, um, a fall, someone bangs up their knee, their neck. And so now you have all these things in their environment. This is the epigenetics, their environment coming into the cell. Well, now these are no longer going to be electrons. These are all turning into protons. Now the cell is shaking. It's inflamed. And so from a bioenergetic standpoint, we can think of this as a blockage. Okay. This is stagnation. This is pain. Why do I have this pain here? And so the cell, the atom is just craving charge. It wants electrons, right? Mm-hmm. And so where are we going to find these electrons? Well, we can find these electrons definitely in our diet, in our food system, um, things that grow on trees or grow on the ground. Mm-hmm. Fruits, vegetables, definitely filled with electrons. Yep. And so we can consume higher um, higher voltage foods, right? And those will come into the body. And also things in nature. Why do we feel better when we go to the park, to the beach? It's filled with anions. And so there too, we're going to pick up charge from our environment. And then with the bioenergetics, we see the areas that are blocked. Is it a blockage in the heart? Is it a blockage in the tongue, the parasympathetic field or the sympathetic nervous field? And so we're seeing in the nervous system what blockages there are and then from there i um put together a personalized micro mineral protocol okay and so this micro mineral protocol they are similar to homeopathy Mm -hmm. it's imprinted with information and so the information is in minerals and so you can think of it as just pure electrons sure coming in and it's going to nourish and give the blockage, the information that it's been lacking. Mm. So there's been a blockage, it's craving the electrons, and now we come in and give it the information. And then from there, um, we are trying to create the change. And change doesn't happen overnight. 
And so we have to um, work with the body field, work with coaching the individual in, okay, how can we create the change? And knowing that change is even possible in the first place. Because for many of us that are struggling with health issues, we think this is the way my life is going to be. Right. I've been this way for X amount of years, and this is this is pretty much the best I can do. Mm-hmm. And that's okay, but we have to first recognize, okay, is it even possible to correct and perhaps um, get rid of one or two symptoms? And then slowly, as the person gains confidence, we can start um, creating deeper shifts in behavior patterns, in the sleep cycle, yes. in eating patterns, and so forth. Cool. Cool. And, and so what kind of things are you seeing on the kind of a um, day-to-day basis or things that are maybe more common than others within your practice that you see that you're maybe prescribing these more than others or these kind of interventions? Um, oh, okay. Like, like specifically, you talk about the mineral profiles and things like that. Are you seeing any trends when it comes to which minerals you're prescribing for certain people? Oh, for sure. For sure. I see a lot of... Um, Actually, um, low stomach acid, okay. low phosphorus coming up on hair mineral analysis. Okay. So that's the other tool I use. We send in a tablespoon of hair yeah. the back of the head to the lab, and then I get the results. And we see um, any mineral deficiencies. And now minerals are the basis of vitamins. They make up vitamins. So a lot of times when we give the body or the cells, uh, the minerals, it'll start being, um, it'll start gaining the nutrients that it's been lacking. And so the body now is getting the information at at the cellular level with the the micro minerals and um, it'll know what to do from there. Mm -hmm. And so the basic four minerals in the cell that every cell needs is calcium, magnesium, potassium, and sodium. Mm-hmm. And so I see a lot of deficiency in sodium. Okay. A lot of deficiency in sodium and magnesium. Those mm-hmm. are the the primary ones. And so in society today, we've we've um, kind of put salts and given salts a bad name. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that salt is going to drive up your blood sugar and stay away from salts and things like that. Sure. Um, especially in Texas, like we're sweating so much, it's so hot and many of us work outdoors and so forth. And so, um, we have to be sure that we're replenishing, um, those, um, electrolytes, the, the, the main ones that we need for every cell and, uh, high quality, of course, salt, not the bleach type, um, but high quality minerals will start nourishing the cells, especially, you know, with people you work with, I'm sure they're uh, working out yeah. and so forth. So, yep. um, they're going to diminish those electrolytes and kind of bringing it back to restore the body with those mineral yeah. imbalances. But yeah, I see too, just a, a lot of, um, a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. Many of us are under stress and we, it's become so normal yeah. in our society to be stressed that it's just, Oh, um, do you have stress? No, I'm not stressed. And so (laughs) often I tell people rate your stress from one to 10. And so it kind of gives us a deeper, okay, let's see where I'm at. And for many, that's really difficult to rate. Right. They think about it for like two minutes. Like, wow, well, I'm not sure. Like it's still (laughs) a hard, um, 
it's still a hard concept to grasp the stress. And so we can just think of stress as feelings of overwhelmed. Are we feeling overwhelmed? Mm. And for many of us, we are feeling overwhelmed and we just are so used to being overwhelmed since childhood, perhaps um, that it's just the normal now. Like that's just the way life is. And so it's really, we have to become aware of that. Okay, am I overwhelmed? Why am I not sleeping at night? Right. And right. so what am I thinking about that perhaps I can't sleep at night? Why do I feel so exhausted all the time? Um, why is my energy crashing specifically at two o'clock or three o'clock? Okay, there could be some blood sugar issues, maybe right after you eat a meal and now mm-hmm. you're crashing. Yeah. So those things we we look at in um in a full health assessment. What's really going on? throughout the whole day and the timing of meals and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely hard to kind of grasp the uh, amount of stress that you have in your life, or you may not even be aware of the stresses that you're in your life. Right. We think about all these different things like, Oh no, I'm, I'm maybe my, my work stress is fine. My work life balance is fine. So I'm not getting stressed there. I'm happy at home. There's nothing going on there. But then you think about like the day to day, like minutia of stress that kind of builds up over time. Right. And those kind of things are, a lot harder to realize that that's actually having an impact on your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We see that a lot in clinic too, um, especially in the pain in the kind of the pain realm. Uh, so we kind of, obviously as a physical therapy group, people mostly come in for pain and usually it's orthopedic issues. Right. But a lot of the time also it's uh, something, someone comes in with all these symptoms that don't really add up. Right. It doesn't really fit the bill for something that's a typical orthopedic issue. And, Maybe they've gone to their doctor and they've, you know, had scans done or other testing to kind of say, okay, this is all rolled out. It's like it's not a cancerous issue. It's not a life-threatening issue, but you still have pain in your shoulder. <clears throat> Go see a physical therapist. They'll come to see us. None of their symptoms add up. Yeah. And then we see maybe a couple of things that maybe aren't part of their shoulder that we work on them with, maybe along the lines of you know acupuncture and dry needling, things like that that um, are creating these changes in the body and mm-hmm. creating these low level stresses that are, are good stress for your body that mm-hmm. kind of helps counteract the imbalances of your day-to-day life. And, and we talked about kind of the overlap there between what I do in terms of putting a needle in someone because it's on a pressure point and knowing that those pressure points overlap with a lot of these Chinese medicine points of chi meridian line kind of points. Mm-hmm. Um, can you sp- explain a little bit further on kind of like the meridians and how that affects? Yes. And so um, the body field testing that I do is based off of Chinese medicine and German new medicine. Mm. So it's tying those two together. And um, so within the scan, when we scan the body field, yeah. we're able to see how the energy is actually flowing in the body. Well, well, first we're able to see, does it even have energy? Mm. Is the liver charged? Does the kidney have energy? Um, and so it's all about resonance. When we scanned, um, every organ in our body has and runs at a different frequency. Mm. And so when we scan, it's a matching system. Okay, It's seen, is that organ match with the resonance at that's the, the voltage mm. where the organ should be at. Okay. And so then it, the distortions, the mismatches is what shows up. 
And so those mismatches is what we treat. So okay. not treating disease, not treating, you know, the, the, the symptom. Yeah. We're, we're treating the imbalance. Whereas the, when we correct the imbalances, then we can hopefully see that the symptoms are starting to go away. Yeah. So we're just treating the imbalances. And so it could be the spleen that's imbalanced or the pancreas or the bones. Um, I see a lot, especially right now, lung imbalance. Um, circulation and um, digestive issues, what's going on in the stomach. And there's so many parts too to the stomach meridian. And so once we go further in, then we have to be sure that there's the correct flow of energy down those 12 meridian lines. Okay. And so even with the small intestine, um, perhaps the person's experiencing a lot of, um, acid reflux, or just bloating, uh, constipation, things like that. So I'll look into the small intestine meridian or the large intestine, and all those are connected to other parts of the body. So we don't want to just think, oh, something's going on in my stomach, it really hurts. Like that's also could be coming um, from the appendix, it could also reflect the skin issues. The epithelial cells are all connected in the small intestine, down the esophagus, the sinus membranes, um, even the thyroid. So there could be imbalance going on um, down that whole track, even with um, large intestine issues. There could be something going on in the motor nerves of the heart. And so it's looking and reflecting into the body fields okay, there's a blockage here, and then we give the, um, the micro minerals to correct the structured water to correct um, the imbalance that's running down that meridian line, mm-hmm. especially a lot I see with the liver. The liver, um, it too, is connected to um, different parts of the reproductive system and the liver lymph and also the liver is connected in Chinese medicine to the eyes. So we don't often think that, oh, my eye issues are coming from my liver. So that's where we have to kind of see the full picture, the full body, not just working the the, um, specific organ. The liver is also connected to the hypothalamus. So what's going on there in the hypothalamus, so there could be a blockage there in the uh, brain, and yeah. then um, and then we can go deeper too. After a um, a scan session, I put together specific files that I want the client to focus on. Mm. So it's kind of the individual's homework, Got and it. so we all have to recognize that um, our health is our responsibility. Yes. We're here to guide um, people as practitioners, but at the end of the day, it's up to the individual what advice they're going to follow, whose advice they're going to follow, and what path, what journey they're going to take with their health. And so it's not like I'll have clients that that have come in and they say, oh, Alyssa, I feel terrible. You know, fix me, fix me. And (laughs) so right away I corrected. It's like, no, I'm not here to fix you because you're not broken. I'm not here to fix anyone. It's just I can guide an individual to change those habits that um, perhaps they no longer 
um, need and they're still stuck in, right. in those habits. And so it's a matter of knowing that um, we can decide and you don't have to even follow anything I say. It's like the person needs to know and be confident yeah. in the route that they choose. Or often we feel pressured that um, our practitioner or our doctor, they say, I need this medication. And right. we have to know that there's options. We need to look into different options. Mm -hmm. And so I get a lot of clients that ask that too. It's like, okay, well, should I do this? It's like, well, whatever feels right for you, do your research. And we constantly need to all be proactive in our health and the ingredients in certain things, the um, side effects of certain things mm -hmm. and looking deeper into, okay, what's, um, what is in that and, and so forth. Because today it, it is, has become a big, the, just the whole medical field itself. And um, even natural um, integrative, um, practitioners and things like that. We have to remember everything is still a business. Sure. And so, um, we want to look for the thing that feels right for us, the thing that we resonate with and not, um, and sadly it's just, it's hard to trust people today. So yeah. we have to kind of really see, um, what that business is made of and where is it coming from? How is it being processed? What is the um, the background of where did this you know come from? Sure. And so we look deeper into to those things too to kind of feel right and feel confident in the things that we choose to put into our body every day because there's just so much information out there. Yeah. And it's just very confusing to many of us. Like right. even when I was on my own health journey, oh, do I need to try this diet or that diet and so forth? And there's just so much information. And sometimes it's just so simple and we just have to step back and just yeah. slow down yeah. and we just need to slow down and just take maybe one mineral that perhaps we're deficient in magnesium. Magnesium is a big one um, that many of us just need magnesium and that can help with a lot of different things. So yeah. it's just, we don't need to com complicate it. Let's right. just get, get you to know, the, basics. the basics, go yeah. back to the basics. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And it kind of comes back to one of our main points in the podcast is, you know, we always want people to come away with a actionable step, right? It's not just information we want you to to absorb, right? We want, it's good to have the information and kind of broaden your knowledge in the topics of health. Um, but we also want those actionable steps, right? We don't want you to just get bogged down in the confusion mm -hmm. and the kind of the minutia of things. We really want you to have a solid action plan when it comes to taking control of your health. Um, is there anything in your day-to-day -day routine that you can't live without a certain habit that you do or a certain action that you take on a daily basis that maybe people can start trying to see if it helps with their routine? Yeah, for sure. Um, one thing that has really helped me, <clears throat> many of us um, are repressed, emotionally repressed. So journaling, it's free, yeah. it's simple. Journaling is just so powerful and you don't have to be a good writer. You yeah. don't, you know, you don't have to spell everything correctly. <laughs> it's your own journey, journal, your own entry. Yeah. And so that is just really powerful. Um, it has helped me a lot in yeah. expressing myself uh, there on paper, but also um, many of us 
are repressed and repress those emotions. And sadly, we live in a society mm-hmm. where it's okay and it's seen as, you know, you cannot express yourself. Right. Um, what is the first thing, Aaron, that someone says when they start crying in front of someone? Yeah, they usually say, like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say, I'm sorry. We apologize <laughs> yeah. for crying. And so it's like, we, or, you know, especially there could be, oh, I feel weak or I'm a man. I shouldn't be crying and right. things like that. And so those repressed emotions can also create a lot of blockages sure in the heart meridian, the nervous system and so forth. And um, yeah, I remember one time uh, telling someone, you know, why, why don't you try journaling? And they said, no, what if someone were to read it? <laughs> and so it's like, wow, you know, what kind of, what, kind of shame are we feeling about right. our thought process that mm-hmm. we don't even feel we can write it down right. because someone might read it yeah. and so yeah. it's just um we have to recognize okay what am i holding on to what am i still thinking about that perhaps was 20 years ago yeah. and we're still kind of stuck in that repeated thought pattern right and so journaling is so powerful and just Helping one express you don't if you don't feel comfortable talking to someone or even your spouse or um, your friends and you have no one to talk to, yeah. journal entries are powerful. For sure, for sure, it's <laughs> totally something that we would recommend for someone to do too. I mean, um, so I I'll, I'll, I usually journal daily, but it's usually something along the lines of uh, these are things I have to do today. How could I have handled this situation different? Things like that, right? And even mm-hmm. doing something like that, right? It, it, even you can just tell her to what you want, right? It doesn't, there's no topic of discussion. There's no, there's no standard. If you're mm-hmm. journaling, it's literally just write something down and you'll probably find something about stuff you didn't know, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Yes. Well, great. Thanks for that advice. That's awesome. So if someone is listening to this and you've piqued their interest about, Oh, Hey, maybe this can, this is kind of the answer. This is something that I've not tried yet. How can someone get a hold of you? Um, the best way is through my website, eatmoveshift.com. And then from there, you can see um, the services I provide, a yep. little more information about hair mineral analysis, uh, the body field testing as well. Mm-hmm. I do work with a lot of clients online. And so everything can be done online as well. Um, and so um, just a body field hand scanner is needed if they're not here at the office. And they can purchase that straight through the site as well. And then we set up an appointment, a login, they scan themselves, I review the scan, and then we go over those recommendations, um, the emotional connotations that may be um, connected to those areas of blockages. Uh, But yeah, the website's the best way, and you can book an appointment straight from there or contact me or give me a call if you want a free 20-minute chat. Awesome. So go ahead and take action on that, guys. It's a a great field. Um, It's very, very... Do you want more health and fitness guidance? If so, go download our PR Life Roadmap. It's your one-stop guide to all things health and wellness. This free guide gives you the exact steps to take so that you can start and stick to living the healthy lifestyle you've always wanted. That's available for free on my website, www.theperformancerepublic.com. It's also available on our social pages. When you sign up, I'll also include our pain relief guide as an added bonus. 
So whether you're working through injury, developing your fitness routine, or optimizing your lifestyle, we will support you every single step of the way. All you have to do is sign up today at www.theperformancerepublic.com. Don't wait to get your PR Life Roadmap today.